Hey, Sam. Hi, Teresa. What's up? What have I been doing? Oh my god, I bought deodorant yesterday. Ew, P.U. How did you have your girlfriend here for a whole week and not put on deodorant? Uh, she didn't seem to mind, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Just took mad showers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam. Thank you for that. Anyways... For today's episode, we'll be talking about the TV series Normal People over a cup of iced matcha. Then we'll interview my friend Gio about her thoughts on the series. Great, let's get started. Okay, so for today's drink, I chose an iced matcha. Because, first of all, Sam runs a radio show with his friends called Spiked Matcha. So I thought it would be very fitting. Yeah, I just really like iced matcha. I think that it's very, like, refreshing and gives you a little caffeine kick without it being too much. And I used to drink it with milk, like with a matcha latte, but I feel like it's a little too heavy. And iced matcha is just matcha powder, hot water, ice, and water. It's super simple, and you can add sugar to it if you want. Sam, what are your thoughts on iced matcha? Um, well, I think that we made iced matcha in slightly different ways today. The way our matcha that we make at school was, we had like the matcha powder, but it was like the matcha, the milk matcha powder. And then we would spike it with Malibu. And it is so good. I would highly recommend. You don't taste alcohol at all. And the next thing you know, it is over for you. But obviously it is 11 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's never stopped you before. <laughs> that wasn't quite the vibe we were going for. So I just made some um, matcha green tea and put it in the freezer for 30 minutes and then put ice in it. <laughs> Wait, but that's so funny. I've never tried matcha with alcohol. That just seems kind of immoral to me because I feel like when I think of matcha, I think like zen, peaceful, detox. Right, and Malibu, that's whack. Next time you come, like, I swear to God, it is the best mixed drink I've had in my life. Really? Yes. Oh, that's where you got the name Spiked Matcha from? Yeah, because that used to be, like, our thing first semester last year. Before Aww. we, like, went out anywhere, we would, like, spike matcha. Or, like, sometimes even when That's we so bougie, bro. <laughs> yeah. Matcha, like, when white people buy matcha, you know they're getting the expensive type. Oh, no, this was, like, from uh, H Mart, like, the oh, shit. bubble tea mix. Yeah. Okay, when he yeah. has cultured friends. Mm, you know. <laughs> H Mart, a block from our dorm. So. <laughs> That's so clutch. So, on to today's episode. Today, we will be talking about the widely acclaimed show Normal People. And this is actually the first time we've done a TV show. Usually I feel like we tend to stray away from TV shows, but this one I just felt like had had to be discussed. And I think it's very timely because it's, it's a pretty new show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I chose this TV series for today because I think that it's a really – one of the best portrayals of, I think, romance and relationships and sex that I've seen in any show or any film. And usually I find like romantic films or TV shows of any kind super cringy, but I did not cringe once in this show. And that was really surprising. So Sam, how did you find this TV series? Yeah, I mean, I'd heard about the show like loosely before you recommended it. 
but just basically heard that it was good. Like I didn't even really know that it was about a relationship. I was definitely surprised. And there were a lot of things that I really liked about it and a lot of things that I really didn't like, which also surprised me. It had like a decent balance for me. But I agree with Teresa, like the realism of it all and the way that the characters interacted with each other like really hit me. And I'm happy that I went into the show not knowing anything about the show too, because it took me a while to get adjusted and like know who these characters are as opposed to if I already knew a lot about the show I kind of would have more expected the steps that it was going to take yeah no I completely agree because me and Iris decided to watch this show once at like 12 Mm a.m at night and my friend Gio who's our guest today told me to watch the show a few days ago so me and Iris were like oh we're bored we'll just do an episode and then four episodes later we were like we cannot do this all in one day and we basically finished the whole series in three days and we we also came onto the show not knowing what it was about I think that that definitely made us want to keep on watching yeah no for sure it was that kind of suspense because I think there's some stories where if you tell everyone the plot points that are going to happen before the show they would still be just as interesting Whereas, like, I couldn't see myself rewatching the show. Like, to me, it was about the guessing where it's going to go next and where how this relationship was going to evolve. Except, yeah. wait. <laughs> so, I started the series on my Hulu account. And so, I just pressed play, unaware that my mom was in the middle of watching the show. So, I just pressed, like, the play button. Mm-hmm. And it starts at the beginning of what I thought was episode one. But it was episode 11. <gasps> so I watched the full episode 11. Because like episode 11, the way that it works is it, the story could totally start there. So mm. I watched the full episode 11, then went back to episode two and then like watched through. But I didn't know that I got to, I watched episode 11 instead of episode one. So... <laughs> I was confused a bit because I was like, this show kind of just feels like a flashback from (laughs) 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 I got to episode 11 and I was like, wait, this feels like episode one. (laughs) It was episode Bro, I thought we were on the same pages when we were like, yeah, we went in not knowing what was going on. I guess I knew. (laughs) But there were so many flashbacks in the show in general that I kind Mm -hmm. of like rationalized it by like, oh, this is just, like, a different flashback. But then once I got to episode 11, I'm like, okay. (laughs) I see. Your brain cells put it together after a while. So we're still going to give a little bit of a history on normal people, even though we just talked about how it's good to go into the show not knowing anything. But just briefly for context, the show Normal People is a collaboration between BBC3 and Hulu, and it's actually adapted from sally rooney's book normal people which was really popular last year and i've personally never read the book have you read the book sam i think it's funny because i'm like someone who definitely likes reading the book and then watching the production but in this situation i really don't give a fuck about the book at all i think that it's great that the show used the book as inspiration but I'm not eager to read the book at all. Like, I think the TV show gave me what I wanted. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I kind of feel the opposite way. I, I'm thinking about reading the book now because the TV show didn't give me what I wanted. So with the background of the show, basically Normal People follows a girl named Marianne and a guy named Connell throughout their time in high school and then throughout college. And Marianne is played by Daisy Edgar-Jones and Connell is played by Paul Mescal. And their dynamic is very confusing because basically – Connell and Marianne have known each other for a really long time because Connell's mom actually works for Marianne's mom and they both go to the same school together but they never really go beyond acquaintances and Marianne doesn't have friends at school but also she doesn't really care she's very smart a little bit arrogant but everyone thinks that she's like weird and annoying and Connell on the other hand is super popular well-liked athletic all of the things so they're very much on opposite sides of the spectrum at school but then one day, Marianne makes a move and tells Connell that she likes him. And then that's, I guess, where their whole relationship starts. And then it just follows that dynamic throughout um, high school and college. And that's not really a spoiler because Marianne making a move happens like in the first episode. It's very quick. I guess before we invite you on, what were your initial impressions of the show? I guess my initial impressions were I liked the direction the story went and it made sense to me. I didn't feel like we got any insight into any of the relationships characters have and they didn't feel real to me at all. So I feel like I really liked the story, but the way that characters interacted and the way that they felt about each other just felt really off. And I think a lot of that was intentional, but I don't feel like we got to know like what made Marianne and Connell's relationship special at all. I feel like we never heard them talk about real things. We never heard them interact in real ways. Every time they were on screen, they were like either having sex or fighting, which to me was just super exhausting. And although I like, I liked them together, I thought they like by themselves were really great characters. And I thought the relationship had good dynamics. I don't feel like I knew the relationship or I knew why it worked or ultimately even knew why they loved each other. Dude, I basically disagree with everything you just said. I think that the show is so special because even though ultimately the show is about their relationship, I think it's more about their individual lives and then places where they intersect. I think that it's very cool how in the middle of the show, there's this whole episode that just focuses on Connell and you have no idea what Marianne is doing, where she is, whatever. And then you also see Marianne grow on her own. And then at different points in their life, they come back together or they go apart. Also, the nuances of their relationship, I think, made it clear why they were attracted to each other and why at certain points they didn't work out. But I do think that like the progression for understanding the characters and then Marianne kissing him in the first episode was very quick like it happened in like 20 minutes which I was not expecting that wasn't my issue it was more like I started counting after a while the amount of real conversations they had in the first like eight episodes there were like two the fact that it took till episode eight for them to like ever have a conversation about like Marianne's family like after they'd known each other for five years was just a bit ridiculous to me and Mm. not like a real relationship And like the fact that they never talked about Connell's wealth. I feel like the main two things that Mm. defined Connell and Marianne were Connell's like insecurity about wealth and Marianne's fucked up family. 
they never had a conversation about any of that after being in and out of a relationship for five years. Like, it just didn't make sense to me and felt like super unrealistic. And even when they had that conversation, it wasn't a conversation. It was like, why have we never talked about this before? And it's like, maybe because y'all don't talk. About <laughs> okay, I would agree with that part. Yeah, I think it's odd that they never talked about the fact that <laughs> Connell's mom literally worked for Marianne's mom. But they definitely had conversations about their interests. That's why they were so attracted to each other. Because Connell, like, is the popular guy at school. But he's low-key shy, and all his interests don't align with the people he's actually friends with. And before Marianne makes that first move, they're talking about, like, the books on her shelf. And Marianne knows that Connell has interests beyond what his friends have. And Marianne's the one that pushed him to do English in college because she's like, this is what you want. And he's like, yeah, but I'm just afraid to want it, you know? So I disagree. I think that they do have conversations about their interests. That's their one interest they have in common. No, but it's it's more than that. <laughs> but it isn't. <laughs> yes, That's their one is. interest. Their conversations are either having sex, arguing, <laughs> or talking about the one thing they have in common. Do you think that it is the obligation of the show to drag you through many conversations? Because I feel like largely a purpose of the show was to show a dynamic between two people. Mm-hmm. you know like do you really want to sit there and watch them be like marianne how was your day at school you I know because we had very deep moments in the show like very intensive conversations yeah i mean i guess i just needed more reason to feel like the two characters cared about each other than that they both like english like it was very clear that they did not know much about each other it felt like they cared about each other because the other person, like they loved each other because they knew the other person loved them, which I get and like happens a lot in life, but it didn't feel like that's a relationship I can really root for. It seemed like they were in love with each other because the other person was one of the few people in the world that like really loved them. But at the same time, they didn't really know each other. They weren't comfortable talking to each other. They couldn't communicate really in any way. Okay, I do agree. Yes, obviously it would have been good to see them talk more about real things. But at the same time, I don't think that I've seen a TV show or movie about love where you really see that much of the characters go on their day-to-day together. But I think that ultimately what it showed was just like a connection, I think, of like mutual understanding. I don't know. I feel like a lot of relationships, it's not really purely based on like interests completely. Like, oh, we have the same music taste or like whatever, whatever. A lot of it is just like, I guess, a vibe between two people. And the I think that- was awful. Bro, <laughs> like no, it wasn't. All the time. Like, that's all they did. I think that the way that they showed the vibe was so good was the beautiful sex scenes. Bro. Okay, they had good sex. <laughs> like, the sex scenes. Ugh, Connell's chain, so beautiful. Besides the sex, when they were together, they argued. And they couldn't talk to each other about anything. Yeah, and that's why the show was so great because most of their fights were a reflection of their own insecurities. Like, I think that that's why I was drawn to the show so much because I feel like in real life, the main reason why people break up isn't because of a huge thing. It's not always like he cheated or like whatever. A lot of the times it's 
a buildup of small miscommunications and of two people who just aren't ready to be in a relationship because they don't really know themselves whether and it takes people a long time to realize that and then it reflects on their relationship and puts strain on it you know no I agree I really liked the breakups but I think part of the reason why I really liked the breakups is because a lot of the people who were together I felt like didn't have real relationships like Marianne and Jamie oh my god I hated that also like what was their relationship we never heard them have a conversation like they didn't have that's because Jamie's not capable (laughs) (laughs) why were they there was no reason for them to be together the whole show like just portrayed him as an asshole every single scene and never portrayed her having any attraction to him before they got together so it was like this breakup is great because this relationship was never anything oh you mean the breakup between jamie and marianne Mm -hmm. well i think that jamie and marianne their relationship was more of like marianne filling a hole in her heart Mm. you know i think that that was the purpose of putting him there to get with her because she knew for a long time that he liked her and she was like "Mm, why not you know clearly we have very very different views on the show I think that we should bring on Gio and have her input since she watched the show before I did. This is actually the first guest we've had where one of us doesn't know Mm -hmm. the other person. So um, yeah, Gio, she just graduated from Penn actually. And she was in my film photography class this year. It was a class of 11 or 12 and we had the best time and had so much fun taking photos together and vibing and she's a really great person with great culture music tastes and unfortunately our time was cut short by the coronavirus damn it always sounds like i'm speaking like someone died she didn't die we just (laughs) she stayed at penn and i had to go home i'm really excited to talk about this show with her and see her face again so yeah we're gonna call geo on to the show right now Hello. Hello. This is Sam, by the way. Hello. Hi, Sam. Thank you, Gio, so much for coming on to the show. Why don't you introduce yourself and also the drink that you've brought on today? Um, yeah, so my name is Gio, as Teresa said, and I brought on some water because my house has no juice. <laughs> Or we, we ran out of lemonade and all that stuff. So I um, currently am in Houston, where I'm from. Um, We'll be in Philly in a little bit. And I uh, just graduated from Penn, communication major, still looking for work. (laughs) (laughs) I met Teresa actually through a photo class, Fanar 271. Shout out. Um, May she rest in peace. Wait, where are you from in Houston? I was born in like Northeastern, like Aldine area. And then I lived in Aleph for a little while. And now I'm in like downtown. Okay. So kind of all over. I, have you been to Houston before? No, I have friends from Houston, but it occurred to me after I asked, I have no idea where they <laughs> I was like, Sam, what is your connection to Houston, huh? I feel like I know mad people from Houston, but I've never really been there. So. You should come. <laughs> okay, so as you know, we are talking about the acclaimed show Normal People today. And I said that you introduced me to this show. And so my question for you is, when did you first see this TV show and how did you find it? Yeah, so I found out about it through my good friend, Emily, who 
originally read the book and also watched the show before me. And we were just in the woodlands, I think, just talking about life. And we were talking about love. And that's when it came (laughs) up because she was telling me, like, I had to watch the show. And I will say I'm a sucker for, like, romantic dramas especially. And so I looked into it. I think it was probably April. It was before school had ended. It was a nice distraction from everything. And I still think I need to read the book because I want to go back to the story again. I just love it so much. But have y'all both have seen it? Mm-hmm. I was saying that I didn't feel the obligation to read the book. Like, usually I do, but... I don't know. I just feel like I saw the TV show as like a separate entity that drew inspiration from a popular book. But then Sam, what were you saying? Basically, I just felt like I was missing a lot about the relationship in the show, which might have been explained in the book. So I like would love to read the book to get a little more insight into the relationship and like how they portrayed it in the show differed from how it was in the book. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I feel like it, I was really satisfied with the show. But I definitely want to know, especially more about their, like, the family dynamic. Because, I mean, you got that right away from the beginning, like, how their families are connected and their mothers. But I, I, I have heard, especially from my friend Emily, that it follows the book really well. Yeah, I heard that um, in the book, the family is, like, not as abusive, like, blatantly abusive to Marianne. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought that out more in the show. And I think that the ending was, like, different, a little bit different in the book i think i'll just say that connell didn't make a decision at the end in the book and he made a decision in the movie okay okay i mean in the film sorry that's interesting geo what were your initial impressions of the show something i really enjoyed about the show the just the depiction of sex i think was very healthy like that's something that i was kind of i picked up right away that i i hadn't really consumed other TV shows or films where I felt like I was watching something that felt pretty real. And I I remember after I finished the show, looking up everything about it and reading some articles um, that said that they had like a a sex or romance expert on the show that like talked the cast through the emotions of like what they should do and how they should depict like the buildup and everything, Um, which I thought was very interesting. I kind of just wondered like, is that really common in Hollywood? And probably not, like, to have someone, like, especially, like, thinking of the films and, and shows I've seen, like, I don't know, just normal people definitely stuck out in terms of that aspect of a relationship. And in terms of, like, the actual love story, I thought that, you know, towards the beginning, it kind of seemed like, like, it wouldn't work out, right? They both weren't, like, treating each other well. And because I've never been in a serious relationship, especially like that, stemming from high school, like such a young age. Yeah, I just felt like it wasn't going to work out. But I mean, that's normal life, right? Like people work through those situations. Yeah, what did y'all think? I think we have very different, me and Teresa have very different views. I think you might fall like somewhere more in the middle. I liked the show overall, but the things that I liked about the show were more like the progression of the story and how they like incorporated different characters in and like where the show ended up. I had a lot of issues with the like individual relationships characters had with each other just because I felt like the friendships and the relationships weren't built on any real understanding of the other character. I felt like a lot of the relationships that were shown as being like very important in the show 
the characters didn't know a lot about each other and they just generally didn't communicate well. And I don't think that's like, I think that was like part of what they were trying to show in the show that the characters couldn't communicate and that was something that they were working through. But I think they pushed that to like such a big extent that it seemed like a lot of the time to me that the characters really just didn't know each other. I think that I definitely see your point. He thought it was, okay, this is the part that I agreed most with Sam when he said that it was ridiculous how the first time they talked about the fact that Connell's mom worked, works for Marianne's mom and the difference in their socioeconomic class was only brought up when they were in like Marianne's summer home four or five years after they began their whole relationship. And they were like, oh, how come we've never talked about this before? And Sam was saying, like, that's kind of ridiculous. that You've never talked about that after four years. Well, what was weirder to me than that was that that was also the first time they ever talked about Marianne's family. And it's like, how do you date somebody for five years and never talk about family? Like, it might be like, oh, this is a touchy subject. I don't want to talk about it. But like, how does that not like, come Especially up? Especially her brother, you mean? Yeah. That was a very strange scene I think I agree with that for sure because I understood what they were trying to depict then you know like her vulnerability was so she she couldn't be that vulnerable with just anyone especially people closest to her um I guess that's what they were trying to show but yeah I agree the communication was poor I think to your point about that like looking at Connell's relationship like that that other long-term relationship and then Marianne's few relationships through college they were just also trying to show relationships that just weren't the right fit for them I I found it very sad too because I I remember thinking like Connell's girlfriend like they were good to each other but I guess he just never felt the same connection as he did with Marianne I don't know I think in a lot of ways it is kind of good I guess that they didn't really show Connell and Marianne talking that much about common interests because the people that Marianne dated besides Connell it was more like their interests were aligned you know like they're in the same friend group they're both in I don't know like English societies or whatever you know when Connell first meets her friend and he clearly doesn't fit in and Marianne dated that I forgot the first guy's name I hated him and then Jamie obviously I hated him too but I think that it was nice how they portrayed Connell and Marianne fitting together so well, despite the fact that they don't have obvious similarities, because I think that a lot of relationships are based on your connection with someone, even if you don't have that many quote unquote like common interests. Yeah, I get that. And I like understand what you're saying. But my bigger issue is that there was nothing about Marianne and Connor's Connell's relationship to me which was significantly different from the other people that they dated before they didn't talk to those people about anything they weren't super compatible with those people I would have just really liked to see more of that like relationship building and for me I really didn't enjoy the show like until after episode eight and like after episode eight I feel like that's where they really built the relationship after they did that whole like thing at Marianne's summer home and they actually had those real conversations I feel like after that they had real conversations they had this connection you could really see like why they loved each other and I thought that was like especially powerful maybe it was like episode 10 or 11 
where Marion's in Sweden and Connell's just really going through it and they like Skyped like that was so sweet when they like Skyped overnight with each other and you saw that connection and I guess I would have just loved to see that throughout the whole series so that I felt like this was a relationship that was growing because up until that point it really felt like they weren't right for each other and they didn't treat each other well and didn't know that much about each other. I don't know. I think that on the contrary, it showed immense growth because I don't think they would have Skyped like that before, you know, because I just don't think their relationship was there yet. And especially, I think one of the most powerful like plot points in the story was that breakup between Connell and Marianne where nothing obvious had happened. It was like a perfect episode, basically. And then... Connell, because he's so shy and insecure, didn't want to ask Marianne if he could live there over the summer. And so he projected his insecurities and was like, oh, I'm just going to go home. And obviously, Marianne is also insecure. And she's like, fuck, like, Connell wants to leave me. I understand. And then Connell, even pushing that more, he's like, should we see other people then? And in Marianne's head, that's like, shit he wants to see other people you know and throughout the series i think that you clearly see that they both admire each other so much and think that the other person is too good for them they're always like oh connell's the smartest person i know marion's the smartest person i know and i think that their insecurities were really brought out in college in ways that they weren't really dealt with in high school and i think that that breakup was really, I think, realistic because I think that a lot of relationships fall apart because of like small miscommunications. Yeah, I agree with that. I think something that, like the reason why, especially the first few episodes are frustrating and it's because their relationship stemmed from from high school in a place where both of them didn't they they weren't even friends like they didn't really like you said they knew that they had interests and had admired each other but they didn't even treat each other right from the get-go so it's like kind of you have to work really hard to get to the place where you can share insecurities and vulnerabilities like that like I remember that episode being super frustrating hearing Connell not like wanting to ask to stay with her because I had even thought like at that point like oh they're they're good right like they obviously it's going to continue I I think I think that that I liked about the show is because a lot of it is so mundane like I just and pretty realistic I just it made me think about like my own relationships or relationships of my friends my my close friends and just like I don't know it made me think a lot about like personal growth intertwined with uh, the growth of a relationship and how difficult that is at the end of the day. Do you have any particular moments in this show that particularly reminded you of your own life or someone close to you? I think that episode where they do end up breaking up, the idea of them being insecure made me think about like my relationship with this person and the fact mm-hmm. that like at the end of the day, we didn't communicate to each other how we felt and now like we're no longer in each other's lives. I don't know. That made me that that stuck with me that episode. I think that what was so great about that scene was that you could see it from both sides, right? Yeah. It wasn't like you were on either one of them sides. It's like you understood them both, but you were still so frustrated. It was almost like like hearing, you know when your friend comes to you about something and you're like, "Bro, like it's all in your head." You know what I mean? And they yeah. can't see that, but you can. And yeah. I think that I was really impressed 
at the show for being able to portray both sides of a situation to the audience. I think the miscommunications that went on definitely happened, but I think I've had a lot of situations like that in the past and it's really brought me to a place where I guess that's why I couldn't relate to Connell as much or like either of them, because I feel like when I'm in a relationship that needs to be somebody who I like feel comfortable telling or asking literally anything to. And it got to like a point where it was like, you can't do this to yourself. Like it felt like they were both actively hurting themselves at some point. You could tell like that voice was in the back of his head, like, oh, should you really do it? And it just felt like unhealthy. It, it really felt like in a lot of ways they wasted each other's college years because they were just so obsessed with their own insecurities in terms of this relationship and it caused them to not make real friendships. Connell came out with one real friend and Marianne, like I thought she had friends, but then I guess we saw later that she also came out of college with one real friend. And it feels like these insecurities just kind of ruined their lives in a lot of ways. It felt like they couldn't move forward with this relationship in their lives. And it, it felt like it was really holding them back in a lot of ways. I mean, I think in a lot of ways it was holding them back, but it also made them grow. Because I remember at the end, Connell was like, I would be a completely different person without you. And she was like, yeah, me too. And it's not to say that like, you know, you should take one person and have them destroy your life. But I think that it, it was great how they showed how like one person can really change the course of your life. And I think they both pushed each other in different ways. Like, I think that they just have this mutual understanding of putting on some sort of shell that isn't their own. I thought that their portrayal of Connell with his therapist, that scene was so powerful. Um, And I just wanted to know your initial thoughts on seeing Connell, like, break down. Yeah, I I thought it was so good. It felt, like, cathartic, like, as a viewer, too. Because, like, you kind of saw all of this and, like, hearing him say it all out loud. And I think during that scene, they, like, cut in images of him Skyping with Marianne. Or maybe I'm getting it wrong. But it was, like, very close to that scene. And it felt good to, like, hear him finally acknowledge. And also just, like, the acting in that scene was so good. Like, I swear, like, a bunch of times, because it was, like, a five-minute long scene of him just, like, completely breaking down. And I believed 100% of the time that was, like, a real person in there, like, crying about Marianne. It was, like, wow. It just, like, was so good. I'm trying to remember exactly. So that was, that scene was led on by the aftermath of his friend's death. I'm trying to remember exactly what he talked about. I do remember it being powerful, but he talked about his, did he talk about his father or... It was basically reminiscing on old times when he thought he knew himself. And he thought he he knew his friends and they knew him kind of thing. Yeah, like he would be in college and feel lost, but then he would come back home and have a drink with his friend who killed himself. And like that comfort, I guess, that thing that sort of grounded him in many ways, Mm -hmm. like was gone. Yeah, and then like the whole second half of that scene was him like trying to kind of describe Marianne to the therapist he's like you can't describe her with words and then he like went into this whole about how like wonderful Marianne is too something I I wanted to talk about too is just the general soundtrack I don't know if y'all have seen on Spotify they have like normal people Connell's playlist normal people Marianne's playlist 
and the actors chose a bunch of songs. Some of them, I think, actually play in the television show, but some of them they just thought matched their character. But yeah, but anyways, in general, in terms of the music, I loved what they chose. Like, I remember being very surprised hearing a Frank Ocean song at like a college party, being like, that's not realistic. I mean, it is for your friends, but like for just a college kickback, I wouldn't expect to hear like Nights by Frank Ocean. I love the soundtrack, bro. Also, it made the show feel more um, put together in a sense. It was like, oh, the show is with it. Like it's with the times. It's not a cliche. Because I feel like it's very refreshing to see a show understand good music. And it's not just like, I remember like the Vampire Diaries. I I hated their soundtrack when I watched it. (laughs) But like, do you know what I mean? Like, I thought that really did bring the show together. Going beyond just the songs that were played in the film, like the orchestral soundtrack too, I thought was really good. Especially in the last couple of episodes where they were just sitting there thinking. And there were a lot of scenes where they're pretty much just sitting there and the soundtrack just totally carried the scene and gave it a whole different mood than I would have gotten on my own or gotten if some other type of music was playing. Sam, I think that it was interesting that you said that Connell's breaking down to his therapist was therapeutic. I mean, not therapeutic, cathartic, because I felt that same way because it was like you knew that he was struggling, but like you didn't know if he really knew how much he was struggling. And for him to so blatantly say, like, I hate it here. I don't have friends. I've never fit in. That was just so refreshing, like hearing him admit it to that level, because that's a really hard thing to admit that you hate your college experience, especially when everyone in high school thinks that you're going to thrive. And I just thought that that was, that was just such good writing too for that. I think that also going back to Gio, you said you really like the sex scenes. What do you think about the portrayal of sex was so realistic and different than what you've seen before? Well, one thing that I'll say before that, I, I definitely agree with um, some of the articles I've seen. Like, Oh no, sorry, it was a tweet that someone put out about normal people that I thought was hilarious but like d- definitely agreed with was there was no oral sex there wasn't a lot of like foreplay leading up to it which I didn't really register until after so that wasn't as realistic or relatable I guess but I think in general just the fact that they showed the scenes like beginning to end was very cool usually you just see like if it's a montage or something like you just see like bodies like and then afterwards lying in bed naked sheets over you both but like this was you know they started with the kissing and actually started with like asking for consent which is very rare in tv shows or films in general and they go through like the awkward questions that come through like starting sex and I thought that the scenes where they were just lying down naked afterwards too were beautiful there was this one scene that was like from above where I think Marianne was just like stroking his hair, like holding him. I don't know. I just love seeing like those intimate moments. I also liked that the emotions during sex weren't always the same. I feel like a lot of times in TV shows when you see sex, it's just like the emotion is horny and then it's like over. But like they had like happy sex, like sad sex. There were a lot of different emotions going on. Um, And it was clear that like even what was it in episode 11, where they have sex like right after he comes back home and they're both back where they used to live and like 
she starts crying. Like it just like had this very realistic depiction to me in terms of that. But yeah, I agree with the foreplay thing. Like I remember the first time they had sex, they like kissed twice and then <laughs> had sex. And I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Because I feel like in a lot of shows, they don't show sex or physical connection as part of connection. You know, it's just like, oh, well, they have sex too because they're dating. But I loved how they emphasized that physical connection between Marianne and Connell. Oh, I hated these scenes when you when they showed them having sex with other people. And you're like, no, because it was such a clear difference. Especially like, the guy abroad. That was... Oh my God, bro. That was horrible. You just felt so sad for Marianne, you know? And also, I think it was cool how the way that she asked him to have sex with her by basically abusing her was a reflection of the way she felt about herself, you know? Even when she was having sex with that first guy in college and Jamie, you could feel that she, it was just sex. It was like she felt nothing for it, you know? I think that they were easily contrastable scenes between her and other guys and Connell. Going off that, I think something I really liked, I forgot which episode it was. I think it was when they were in Italy, when she was still with Jamie. Um, and they were in bed together. And I, I liked that in that episode, they were starting to kiss, but she said, no, like, I don't want to do this now. And she had her reasons, but I just thought that that was also important, like showcasing that even if you want that physical connection or you've had it in the past with someone, like you care about them, care about each other. If someone's not wanting it in the moment, like you have to respect that, of course. And I, I really like that they also included that in the show. Yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up And I don't think this was intentional on the show creator's part, but I thought it was odd and a bad choice that like pretty much the one black character in the show was the guy that like abused her abroad. And I think they should have been more cognizant of that because that was a weird dynamic in having that be like, I guess there was the black character that was like Connell's friend in school, but he had no lines. So I thought (laughs) it was a choice that they should have been much more cognizant of. And it kind of bothered me that they weren't. Yeah, I I mean obviously it was it was a very white white show. I think that also another critique of the show that I've seen is that they tried to portray Marianne as like the oddball sort of, but she's kind of objectively attractive. And that was also a critique on in terms of casting. So I don't I don't know what you guys thought about that, but I I, I don't think that putting her in that ridiculous school uniform made her, like, ugly by any means, you know? Yeah, especially in high school. I was like, really, you're calling this girl ugly? Like, <laughs> what are we not seeing the same here? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I also think, like, the only difference between her high school appearance and college appearance is what she had bangs or she, like, let her hair down. She wasn't wearing a braid. That was really the only visible difference. Like, her body stayed the same. Like, everything was pretty much the same. She just, like, wore clothes, like regular clothes I don't know what does this series mean to you like do you think it it has or it will have any longer term impacts and also what do you think its impact is on the portrayal of romance in popular television or film I think for me something that is a takeaway I guess um like I said before like I haven't I've never been in a very serious relationship Like, moving forward, I don't think I would necessarily compare (laughs) a budding relationship to this fictional relationship, but I think it is important for me to, like, remember, like, the importance of communication, obviously, and that being a past struggle personally, too, 
you know, the show is just a good reminder of what it means to have a healthy and, and, and also an unhealthy relationship with someone. And I think in terms of broader media, I can see other shows kind of like following suit in terms of trying to depict the real and the raw in um, romantic relationships, for sure. Yeah, I think that can be seen especially in the ending of the show. I think this show would have hit me a completely different way if it ended like most romantic shows end where it's like, oh, they're together or like they broke up and like they're sad. But it was like so much more complex than that. And understanding that relationships don't really just end in that you never see each other again or you get married. Like there's so many, there's so much space in between there. And like, of course, both of those extremes happen a lot, but a lot of exes stay friends. They stay in each other's lives and there's relationships that can be friendships and relationships at the same time. And I thought that portrayal of that kind of middle ground was really great. And I hope that more romantic shows or movies in the future pay attention to how much that ending affected people and how much people enjoyed seeing this depiction of a relationship that ends in a way that isn't like some binary thing. I was like so scared for the ending because I was like, fuck, if they fuck up the ending, it'll fuck up the whole whole show, you know, because I feel like up until that point, they made very, very good plot decisions. And no surprise, they didn't fuck up the ending because it was so good. I just thought it was a perfect left you satisfied in a way that wasn't like you were destroyed. I thought I was going to be destroyed or like cringy, you know, like because I feel like having cringy endings is so easy. And it's really, really difficult to nail an ending, especially after you like have been with these characters for so long. In terms of its impact for me, I think that it shows me what love looks like in terms of like, I feel like, especially in our age, I feel like you sort of just like complicated and confusing a lot. And you're like, oh, I guess, you know, we've been seeing each other for a while. So maybe I do love him, (laughs) you know, but like, I think that it was a very good portrayal of what it means to actually respect someone and care deeply for them. And I think they showed that through like an extensive friendship when they weren't together. And that was really important. And I think in in the broader sense, I think, actually, I don't know, because I feel like shows will always be cringy, like romance shows. I don't know about that. I think it also showed that things go deeper than romantic love like when you actually love somebody because it meant a lot to me that they stayed friends through the whole time even though it was like hard for them it felt like they did love each other on a deeper level than just we're together we love each other we're broken up we don't love each other which I think is also just realistic you still have love for people even when you're broken up and you still like care about them it's not something that just like disappears or that you have to like push into like the littlest corner of your brain like you can still maintain that relationship and honestly if you actually love them then you would like work to maintain that relationship any any last words anybody i would say definitely check out those normal people playlists on spotify for sure i'll definitely listen (laughs) wait you listen to them no 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 i just meant the whole show that was my My last comment. Okay, yeah. Just like going off of that, Sam, um, I was literally destroyed for a week. Like you don't understand, like I was living like an alternate life for a week where I just was always thinking about the show. I woke up being like heartbroken 
And it was ridiculous, bro. Like, my life was consumed by the show. I had to mute Paul Mescal on Instagram because he would just pop up on my feed and I would just be, like, paralyzed. Ronald's chain Instagram. Have y'all seen that? Yeah, I've seen his chain. Dude, also, the chain was such a good touch. Such a small touch, but made him so sexy. But it's okay. I'm all better now. (laughs) Thank you so much, Gio, for coming onto this show. Thank you so much, guys. This is thank you for coming on. Hopefully, I get to meet you soon. I can't wait. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Two Virgins. We hope you enjoyed getting to know Gio, and we hope you take the time to check out Normal People. This episode can be found on quarantinecontent.com as well as in our weekly newsletter, The Q. See you next week.